First of all, hi, Reggie Whitley here, and I'm so excited that you are joining us here on The Awakening. I am your host, huh? Huh? I said I'm your host. The man of God been elevated. Y'all don't want to testify. I said the man of God been elevated. Y'all not saying, y'all fake. And I am here, not by myself, but with the lovely co-host of mine, Chantel Bettis-Brown. Say hi, Chantel. Hello, everybody. Amen. So we are so excited to be here on the season finale of The Awakening. I don't know what season this is, (laughs) but it is the season finale. I forgot to check. I can't remember. No, I actually don't. I really genuinely don't know if this is season three or four. Hey, man, we are here on the season finale of season three, and I am here as your host, Reggie Whitney, in case you didn't hear me the first time, and we're just going to start off, um, I didn't tell Chantel like how we're going to start off, so I hope I don't catch you too off guard. So Chantel, what I want to talk about first, leading up to our topic is, you know, for those of you who don't know, I think we have had one, maybe two shows to premiere in 2022, but we actually recorded those in 2020. So this is the first recording um, from 2022, and we're all the way in the second month, but you know what's okay. So we're going to act like we're still in a new year, because it's kind of new. It's kind of new. Yeah, it is. So Chantel, can you tell one, maybe two lessons that you learned in 2021? And we don't want to hear nothing about, you know what, I'm going to let you do what you do. I learned self-lessons is to um enjoy life amen um and two time waits for nobody can you elaborate on either of those um time waits for nobody i feel like it it works hand in hand um we will sit after all these deaths with covid and all these deaths with everything it's just time to level up it's time to level up, it's trying to live up, it's trying to enjoy up. It's time to, you know what I'm saying? It's trying to enjoy life. It's it's time. It's past due. Past due. It's past due. So that's it for me. I'm just ready to, I ain't ready. I'm stepping in it. I'm doing it. I'm enjoying life. Hey, man. Yeah. Um, reminds me before I go to Mount One, maybe two, because I don't know how many I'm going to give you. It reminds me of a TikTok, TikTok, TikTok that I saw and I posted it the other day because I watch it all the time. It is my therapy. It is my friend. It is my release. It is just so good to me. It's my educator. And there was this older woman, I think she said she was 98, I mean, 89, 89. Um, no, because you know, I'm a little dyslexic. So I got to put my numbers where they belong. So we got the eight and I think she was like 86, right? Don't mm. ask me how I put that woman at 98 and a woman I don't want to know. Um, I wish I could tell you. I couldn't even tell you. But um, she was talking about, so she, it was so good. I don't know how the TikTok rules work, and I don't know if I could share it on here. But she was talking about how she's going to start eating um, dinner first. And she was I'm just going to start eating dinner first. I mean, she's not dinner. I'm going to start eating dessert first. I'm going to start eating dessert first. And she started talking about how she was getting ready to, to turn 80-something and how she just looking back, she wishes she, she would have used the fine china while her husband was alive. She wishes that she would have used um, 
wore the, the clothes that were so expensive. So she said, you know, the clothes that I have saved for the weekend, I'm going to put them on throughout the week. The clothes, the yeah. shoes that I bought, they were too expensive. I'm going to wear them just around the house. I'm not going to the web. I'm going to put them on because why not? And she talked about different things that she was going to start doing today instead of waiting till tomorrow. And she said, but first, I'm going to start by eating um, dessert first. And so I thought that, that was so good. Um, and it goes really hand in hand with what you're saying. We should go ahead and enjoy life and all that good stuff. But that was aren't my too. I'm going to go to my too. I'm not going to try to preach behind the preacher. Y'all know those preachers say, get up. Yeah. And they be mm-hmm. preaching. And then a preacher get up. And then they re-preach what they preach. And they go mm-hmm. like, hey, mm-hmm. to preach. But how are you? And I'd be like, this show look Give like you are. Give me five more minutes. You know, mm-hmm. I got five. That was so good. I'm going to let you do such a thing. Come back okay. next week. But anyway, because um, I, you know, I ain't got no church. So. Um, anyway, my two things. So one of them is speaking of a church, you know, I'm churchy. One of them is I've learned to, or how to properly forgive and that God cannot forgive me if I don't forgive others. You know, Chantel, I'd be out here thinking that I'm living a holy life. I ain't holding nobody. I don't dislike anybody. I don't hate nobody. I let people go. I don't care about people that the whole unforgiveness. And I learned that there's some people that I hadn't forgiven back then you know I was working on it in 2021 and because I didn't forgive others God cannot forgive me because what does the Lord's prayer say um lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil some some I can't remember all of it right now because I'm trying to get to one part but it says forgive our debts as we forgive our debtors forgive mm-hmm. our transgressions as we forgive our transgressors forgive our sins as we forgive those who sin against us and so that's like such a it's like a give and take. Like, I have to do it first for you to do it for me. So that was mm-hmm. the lesson. That's and what it said. That ain't that what it said? And, and the second one, because I am way too silly. And the second one is um, to put me first. You know, a lot of the people feel mm. like, and I think this is big with women. A lot of people mm-hmm. feel like they can't put themselves first. So they feel like they're being selfish if they put themselves mm-hmm. first. But then I learned how insane is that to think mm-hmm. that you cannot put yourself first. Because if you don't take care of yourself, then that means that you're not going to be able to take care of other people because you are depleted or burnt out. And so I learned That's to put it. me first, my opinions. You know, I ain't got to listen. You know, I don't listen to people anyway, what they think I should do. But I don't um, have well, to take always first into, me for not listening. You know, okay. because you don't listen when you should listen. <laughs> Yeah. Um, I thought you were going to hit me when you should, sweet love. <laughs> you just, you just, I just, we're not going to go there tonight. Okay. So, um, but yeah, so I don't really listen to people anyway, unless I ask. You know, that's different. I don't take unsolicited advice very well. And that's a part of putting myself first because, you know, yeah. people can try to get in your head and change how you think and all of that mm-hmm. stuff. And so I've just learned that I am of great importance and I don't have to do things that don't make me happy. Mm. And that just segues us on into our topic. Our topic for today is self-care. Yes. Now I put so much thought into how it's going to open this thing. I don't know where to go from there. So what we're going to do is we're going to throw it over to Chantel. What does self-care look like for you? I think self care looked like what forget what it looked like, My God. what it feels like. Mm. Cause I feel like 
you can look a million dollars. You can be fresh, you can be clean on the outside, but if you tired in the inside and drained and feeling like really lump lump, I mean, what good is it going to do? You can look good, but it ain't doing you no good. So how can you self-care? You can't self-care if you're not feeling like it in the inside. So for me, that's it. It's self-care. Is, um, I actually wrote Wait a minute. five affirmations for myself. My and it's things that I have to literally, I really wrote down. And it's crazy that you, it's funny that one of them is take care of me. But I didn't make that my first. I did, uh, my first one was make peace with my past. Because I feel like in order to feel it in the inside, your inside has to be fixed right. You got to really get it in the inside. And so don't give up. Take care of me. It's really last. And and it's like avoid negativity. Be happy on purpose. You know, a lot of people fake happy. You got to be happy on purpose. You got to be happy. I woke up this morning. Lord, thank you. I'm happy. I'm appreciative. I think for me, that's what self-care is for me. It's the inside. Not more than the outside, but it's the inside. Because well, like right so now, I'm, I f- my hair, don't, you know, don't, I, don't I think you go there. You know, some people go there and they look at what they look like. And I had to learn. It's not what you look like that gives you the peace. Yeah, it helps. But if your inner part is stinky mm, and smelling like some and feeling like some, you can't, you know what I'm saying? You can't get there. I'm just saying. So, you know, Beyonce got that song that said perfection is a disease of the nation, if I'm not mistaken. It's the, the lyrics to it. It's called Pretty you know, Good Song. Beyonce. You know, I don't, I don't as much. Um, she got maybe two of them because you know, you know, I be. I was just gonna say, I know not, not you and Beyonce. You know, I be looking inside her head sometimes because you know I'm trying to live a sanctified life. And you won't know, play with it. no better that dabble over in that dark side. Now, I ain't saying she do, but I ain't saying she don't. But um, I actually haven't heard this song in many, 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 many years. But you know me, I might not remember what I ate for breakfast this morning. But I'm going to remember a video, a song, or a TikTok, or a Vine video, or YouTube video, or a TV show, or a movie from 10, 20 years ago. And I uh, don't know why my mind works that way. But the song is so good. It's called Pretty Hurts. And she talks about how she wants to be happy. And how and it, the, the music video is about her being like in a pageant. And of course, in pageants, everybody's looking at the outside. And mm-hmm. one of the things that was asked of her you know, in the pageants, they ask you different questions for you to win a competition. And the song opens up with the guy asking her, what is your aspiration in life? And she got stuck. She couldn't think of an answer. And she finally said, my aspiration in life is to be happy. Um, and it kind of went against the stereotype of pageantry yeah. and all of that. So we have a special guest. Yes, we do. Hi. Joshua Brown is in the building. <laughs> Joshua Brown finna get out the building. Hey, man. And so what I liked about that was it shined a light on the fact that we put so much attention on the outside. Mm-hmm. At, because when I even thought of this um, self-care, I was thinking about the inside, too. But I also went to 
like my man kept going back toward, oh, how do people do self-care? They go to the nail shop. They go and get their yeah. hair done. They go to the spa. They go on drives, you know, or whatever. You know, they buy different clothes and stuff like that. And I was like, oh, you know, I'm trying to go to the inside. But like my man just kept going back over to the look that, that people do. Yeah. But that's not really at the core. That's not really self-care. That's no, just making yourself not. look like you take care of yourself. Of yourself. That's it. That's it. That's, that's, that's it. it. That is so good. That's it. Because so, you have a lot of people that's going through right now. And, you know, I have seen people that look like they're doing good. And next thing you know, boom, they did suicide. You know, you just never know. And it's it's sad that, you know, you think people are happy, but really they dying inside. So, like I say, self-care starts from the inside. Because, you know, that makes me think of different people like Robin Williams, America's funny man. He was just mm-hmm. the, one of the funniest people to get on a stage in a movie and stuff. Suicide. You have yeah. and, and you always hear people talk about people who um, die by suicide. And they many of them say that they didn't see it coming or that they um, thought that they, they looked so happy. And even not even just that, but even stuff as far as people who go through divorces. And people look at them and they're like, they look like such a happy couple. Um, mm-hmm. Why are they getting a divorce? I can't believe mm-hmm. they're getting, no, this has to be fixed. But it goes to show you that there's so much, only so much that you can do for the look of things, but you can still be crumbling and you can still fail if you don't take care of that, that inward, that, that inner. Yes, man. yes, yes, yes. Mm. So... My hope for this show is that people will get tips and learn how to go deep instead of going outward. You know, there's a, um, a something that I think people should preach on, not that I can give people what to preach. <laughs> but I think that something needs to be preached on more is um, the topic of church clothes, how we put on our Sunday best to go to church, you know. And then we leave church and we bust the hell wide open. Because we want people to, I mean, not we, y'all, some of them. Thank you. The man of God ain't out here busting the hell wide open. He's definitely. Ain't out there at all. You're good at either. Ain't, what they doing? You would have caught me some y'all? years ago. I probably would have, but no, nah, not now. Not now. It's too crucial. It's crucial. It's too crucial. And I want people to learn. So tell me, what are some things, Chantel, that you do personally? And now I know, of course, for the both of us, we have to learn how to start more so self-care. So the list may be short, um, but what are some things that you do now, if anything, that you currently do? Not that you want to do, not that you used to do, that you currently do as a mother, as a wife, as a woman who works um, as far as self-care. The number one thing, and this is it for me. I had to learn how to function in unstable environments. So how did you do that? And how does that tell you? When I say unfunctional environments, I would say I had to learn how to let it go. When the children hollering, they need this and they need that. And I'm feeling like, oh, oh, I'm tired and I'm doing this and I got this to do at work and you got this and that and 
a list of stuff that you want to do, but you can't do because you, you, you got so many titles. I had to learn how to function with it. So did you learn to function with it and did you let it go healthily or did you yeah. start to see yeah. things because fall I that think, shouldn't fall? I think some, it's a lot of stuff did fall. <laughs> And we know one of them. You know, because I was sitting here saying to myself, ooh, we should better answer right. We're going to let her make it whatever she say, though. So thank you for yeah. being honest. Amen. So you know one of them. But I had to learn that it's okay to, it's not, it's it's all really about just getting yourself together, planning my day out right, planning my schedule, setting up that time. And being able to maintain it, do it, and really just flow. You know, I'm a panic type person. When something happens, I panic. And I, I used to, well, I used to panic. Oh Lord, oh, oh, this is now it's like if it's out of my control, what can I do about it? So if it's unstable, if I can't, if the kids got a bunch of homework and I'm trying to help them with their homework, I got stuff I need to do or whatever. I'm only one person. I can't do everything at once. And I had to learn. I don't have a cape. Listening to you, what it seems like. So what I'm feeling like is self-care has different focuses. I don't know how to word this because I just thought of it. So what you're saying. Well, no, I'm saying different focuses because. What you're saying is your self-care that you're doing right now is focus on your mind. So we have the focus on our mind, and then we have people who have self-care and they focus on their heart, Mm -hmm. um, forgiving or um, putting up healthy barriers, putting up healthy walls. And Um, and that's it, too. And and that's part of it, too. A lot of things that I feel like that I allow to come to me or come for me or just come in my dwelling which got me off self-care it's like something can't come in unless you open a door it's like your front door you can't have people to come in your house if you don't open the door for them to come in your house so I had to learn how to when I open the door or when the door open I had to learn how to deal with what comes don't panic don't stress about it. Don't. It, it's a mind thing for me. It's, it's the biggest part. But like I say, I had to find peace with a lot of things. And so it's it's um peace. I don't let nobody distract me. I don't let nothing, 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 nothing. I got to focus. I got, I got the, my peace is peace. It's, it's my peace. I got to protect it. So. Can't nobody protect it, you know, because if you're you, I feel like if you let let lack, excuse me, if you lack self-worth, that means you are allowing things to come in you to make you feel worthless. Does that make sense? Yeah. And that's a good segue, because I remember when I thought of this, I don't remember exactly what I saw. I was and I, I remember exactly where I was. I remember where I was sitting at. And I text you about it. But my main focus, my main thing wasn't really self-care. It was self-worth. 
And I was I knew I remember saying self-worth is so directly tied into self-care because if you don't think that you're worthy of much, mm-hmm. then that means you're not gonna take care of yourself, you're gonna stay in unhealthy relationships, you're gonna keep going back. Can I? Because y'all know see how you open it though? I'm just going to use for somebody that's just, I have to use this person for an example. Now, they're never going to see this podcast. Um, I mean, they probably will because we're national. Um, But, you know, if she does, I'm pretty sure she can agree. Can we just bring up Khloe Kardashian? Now, the woman has been with um, Tristan Tristan Thomas Thompson. It's Thompson, Tristan Thompson. I mean, yeah. Tristan Thompson, I think is his name. And he plays in some sport. Basketball. Basketball, amen. Um, because you know I switch these people up real fast and put him over there in hockey. So he plays basketball. And the man has gone out here and had child after child after child after child. Maybe not that many, but enough. Oh, he didn't uh, get enough, being baby. Married, enough, more than enough. And it makes me think. Because she keeps going back, you know, and it makes me think, Okay, is she taking her vows seriously? Uh Is she um, that dedicated to bettering her marriage and working through things and staying with her husband? Or does she have a lack of self-worth? Now, I personally believe that she got a lack of self-worth and I don't think nobody's going to be able to convince me otherwise. And we, I only use her for an example because we see so many people in these types of relationships yeah. where either the the um, boyfriend, the fiancé, or the husband keeps messing up or the wife, the fiancé, or the, or the girlfriend keeps messing up and you keep going back. And it comes to a point where you have to say, what is enough my self-worth? Also, people on jobs. You're on jobs and you get an abuse, you get them beat down. These supervisors and these bosses are treating y'all bad. (laughs) Y'all are getting, you know, people are getting just misused, all this stuff. And you have to sit back and say, why do I think that I'm worth this? Why do I think that I'm worth this little? To where I have to stay on this horrible job or take it or accept it. Right. And I want to kind of chime into that. So can you explain, have there ever been a, um, has there ever been a time where your self-worth was down and you had to get it up? You were accepting something that was less than that you are able to share? I think I'm in a situation like that right now with my job. I don't care. And, you know, I'm just going to put it out there. Truth is true. I think that um, sometimes people devalue you and your worth and when you get devalued um good intentions you know you think you're doing good you think you're doing what you're supposed to do you're trying to be helpful and it's like the enemy comes in and bam 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 and for and just today I actually had stopped and I was like what am I doing like, I'm not protecting my peace. I'm irritated. It's stuff after stuff. I'm not doing nothing to hurt nobody. It's just I'm doing the requirements. And sometimes you just, I had to, I literally pulled over on the side of the road today. And I was like, what am I doing? Why am I still working there? And we have discussed me working. And um, 
I've been saying it's time for me to go. 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 And I think that most people stick around because, I mean, for me, I was like, well, I ain't got nothing else to do right now. So I'm going to just keep it in. And I think it's more so of a faith walk. You know, because I was getting ready for you to pause so I can jump in there and say, um, I believe that self-worth has to be married to faith. Mm-hmm. Because you know it you does. have some people who are listening to you and they and and who were just listening to me and they were saying, well, "What do you think I should do? I mean, what what else am I gonna do? You know, I don't have anything else. How my bills gonna get paid? You talking about some self work? Yeah. But I think that it ties into faith because I remember yeah. um, I was working a job. Jeez, Louise, this job used to have me waking up out of my sleep. I'm talking about you. Know, my sleep don't get broke for nothing. I just need try to know my story. Um, I can drink. I go to bed sometimes. A lot of times before I go to bed, I drink like a half a gallon of water. Now, y'all probably saying he lying, but I promise. I can't do that. I'm talking about. I sit there and I would literally just guzzle uh, a half a gallon of water, and I don't wake up at night. I know people who will sip water and they wake up, and I'd be like, "That's so child." I don't know what adults did that. That's childish, Chantel. Why you wake up at night to go to the bathroom? I can't help it. I gotta pee. That's, if that's, it's coming, what you want me to do? Pee that bed. I mean, I don't know. Ask the Lord to give you what he gave me because I don't wake up. I mean, I wake up be having a go when I do wake up, when my alarm goes off. But in the middle of the night... But you know, lately, I have been... I can say when I drink, I do sleep good. But that that goes to say, are we... Did I allow my peace to be messed with? Hmm. It makes you think. And I feel like I did. And some people would say, that's too deep. You're being too extra. But no. No, because when you up at night, if you up at night, I'm not going to say it's because I drunk too much water that I'm up. But you don't get that comfortable sleep because you're not at peace within. And I mean, I never thought of it that way because I literally know people who be like, I cannot drink water for a couple of hours before I go to bed. And I pee before I go to bed, and I still wake up in the middle of the night, and I'm like, "How do you keep?" Well, just thank sleep? God for your kidneys. You okay. know, we're gonna thank God for them, and we're gonna pray good kidneys upon all of those who are listening, so y'all don't wake up in the middle of the night um, going to the bathroom. But I said that to say, don't nothing really wake me up. You know, I can sleep through some stuff. Um, I'm a I'm a pretty light sleeper, so I I, I don't know. I think that God be waking me up when the certain stuff be going on, and I need to hear. Because, I mean, like a storm can be outside. I'm going to sleep clean through it. But let somebody be walking from one room to another. I'm talking about tiptoeing, and I'm going to wake up. Um, I mean, not in my house, though, because I live alone. And so I don't wake up for anything. But this job had me waking up out of my sleep. I'm talking about I was waking up having nightmares. And I don't have nightmares. I had nightmares about the job. I, I mean, I had anxiety. I didn't want to clock in. I was just like, oh, I ain't never prayed so much mm. in my life being on that job. And one day I had to say, hmm, is it worth it? Because you don't have any peace. And I think that people, and, and a faith thing for me was saying, it's not worth it. Let's just let's just end this. I don't really yeah, have yeah. a plan, um, but we just want to go ahead and end this. And I think that more people 
I would say, I believe if more people had more self-worth, even in the area of um, employment, that employee employers would treat their employees better. That's it. If we had more people who had more self-worth, I mean, look at it. If we had mm-hmm. more self-worth and we stood up to employers, they would yeah. have to treat employees better. If we had more self-worth and boldness and we stood up to the government, they would have to treat us better. Mm-hmm. This American government don't treat us right. If we had more self-worth and we stood up to people in our families and we stood up to, because self-worth would make you say, I'm not, I mean, that's just certain stuff. Chantel just called me a little while ago. We've been on here for 38 minutes um, before editing. So she called me about, about 42 minutes ago. And do you know what she did? Ring, ring. And I picked up the phone and I said hello. And she got to talking. And I looked. And I said, she didn't speak to me. I said that to myself. And he do this all the time. And the, the sad thing is, I have to do it all the time because she ain't learned yet. And I said, <laughs> I don't care how busy you are. You will have to speak to me. And then she said, hello, Reggie. And I said, hello, Chantel. Now you are allowed to start over. You're not going to call me and just start talking. So so he's protecting you know, his peace. He's protecting I'm protecting my peace because you're going to respect me. Now, she's a little... Because everybody yeah. else got it but her. Um, she's the one who still do it. But you, because I you mean, know just what? the small... I don't want to know on here. I don't want you to tell me on here. But you feel alive. You feel alive. No, I'm not finna lie. That's just how me and my family. That's just how we move. Ain't your family. Ain't I, my, yeah, my last name Whitney. I ain't a baddest. Yeah, I ain't no baddest. Uh, what? I'm a baddest by blood, but baby, I am a brown. Hello, okay. But you can't, you can't discredit your your blood, so good. See what I'm saying, Lord? And yeah, you know you got bitches that be watching the show. I ain't seen it. And I love my bitches family, but I'm just saying. We you don't talk all the time, canceled. but I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Sometimes it's it's just a habit. It's a habit I do yeah. need to break. But when Amen. I'm comfortable with people, like don't you, I consider you a brother. Don't get that. See, I consider you as a brother. So I, when I call, I just instantly start talking, and it's it's a habit. And I, the thing but, is, sometimes uh, if she got a lot to say, I let her say it. Because yeah, I ain't disrespectful. I ain't going to rub. Go ahead and see what you got to say. If you got five minutes to talk to talk, you talk that five minute talk. And when you get done talking, I'm going to say, you didn't speak to me. And then when she speak, I'm going to say, now you got to start over because I wasn't listening. Listen. Because you have to you have to have people to um because I, I think I deserve a hello, a hey, a how you doing? So even and the, the sad small part is, hold on, y'all. Sad. Let's let's rewind this because he protects his feet. Because I can talk to him. Like early in the day and call him later in the day. Oh, she got to speak again. Day, and I got to speak again. She so is it again. me? Is it me or is it it's him? It's you. It's you. I need who say it ain't. You're going to get blocked on here. I'm I need run this channel. to give me the feedback because, you know, it's it's like he's just extra for no but reason. You know, I've been like that since I was a little boy. When I was a little boy, I remember me, uh, me and my mom and dad said together. Me and my That's mom I'm worried about Joshua. Bless his soul. I, we went to Walmart, like we could go to the store and we could come back like an hour later and I'd be like, hey, dad. And he'd be like looking at me like, I understand hey, you today, boy. But you're going to speak again because I'm going to speak again. It's respect. I was told that you speak to people. You know, I'm a When you walk in a room. Mm-hmm. You know? But so, I th- you protect your self worth and self peace very good. I, I, I can try say. my best. I try my best. 
Because but you know, even protecting your self-worth and peace is also goes into um you don't have to always pick up the phone for people. And I ain't throwing no shit. And that's what I was just gonna say. I, I was just gonna say. And when you when you have to uh it's it's what you allow. And you're good at that. You don't allow. So when you allow, it, it comes. It's okay. Because it's I okay. Think to... People need to learn how to so I ain't saying that I'm like a master of this thing because I'm not, but I'm pretty good at it. So even people like, you know, certain things you can't control. So certain people I go around or or whatever, you know, there are people who are good conversationalists. And so I can sit on the phone and talk to them, but then they'll get to, um, so what you've been doing today, you know, I'm not going to be in my So, you know, I know how to get off the phone. So, you know, it's not to say you got to cut everybody off, but you have to learn how to um, either train these people. And I don't like to use the word train because, you know, I always say when I think train, Mm -hmm. I think of a dog. Mm -hmm. But, I mean, it is a definition. You got to learn how to train people, how to deal with you. And And you also have to learn because, you know, you you don't have to, like Chantel just said, what I do, my family like that. Okay, but I'm not that. So you have people who will say, and I ain't trying to like use one of them here, but you do have people who will say stuff like, um, well, I do this everywhere else. I talk to everybody else like this. I treat everybody else like, but I'm not that. You know, ain't nobody else going to say nothing to you, but you ain't going to do it to me. And that's a part of protecting yourself peace. You're mm-hmm. um, learning what you're worth. I'm, I'm, maybe they're not as worthy. Uh, and, and I'm gonna piggyback. Or, or I'm, I'm gonna go back to something. The whole Khloe Kardashian thing. I think. Mm-mm. Yeah, Khloe. Yeah, I had to make okay. sure we I, call the right one name. <laughs> yeah, it's Khloe. Because I do we I have to, to say allegedly? Because you know, uh, Cardi B just got all that money off that blogger. So everything that we've said has been alleged. Because I don't know if it's been proven. alleged. No. I respect I her know, and yeah. I like her. Um, yeah. I like how she has went through a lot and how she's you know overcame a lot and sometimes I don't think so much you know when you're dealing with baby daddies and you're dealing with um baby mamas and stuff like that and even family period I think sometimes it's it's not the self I think it's really just you want to have that family oriented lifestyle especially if that's what you used to and I think a lot of people tend to not understand it's okay to break tradition. But I want to say, too, there, with that, everybody won't look at it the same because everybody don't have the same traditions. Everybody don't have the same right. family backgrounds. Everybody right. doesn't have the same. So you have to understand that there are some people who may not. Because, you know, I mean, just still you, since we brought it up, Steve, for example, speaking when you called me. Because you may not have ever had anybody to say, you have to speak to me. Because everybody yeah. else may think mm-hmm. that it's normal to mm-hmm. not speak. And mm-hmm. so you have to learn something new. Mm-hmm. It's fine. Yeah, it's fine. It's okay. We gonna te- it's going it's to help you in the long run. <laughs> somebody that's going to bust you in your mouth if you don't speak to them. Because I'll be wanting to jump through the phone myself. Um, oh, but no, you have to it. teach people because I think that we cannot expect because I want to say too about um, about this self-worth and all that stuff. We cannot expect people to treat, you know, that's the saying to say, I cannot expect myself from other people. Mm. And it, so we have to get to that point, but at the same time, it 
there's a limit there. There's a line. You cannot expect yourself from somebody else, but at the same time, you don't have to accept who they are or how they are. If they are a narcissist, if they are Mm -hmm. toxic, if they're just not good for you, for your mind, for your mental capacity and your energy, then you don't have to accept them. It's not saying that I want you to be just like me. I want you to do what I do. I want you to think I think. Because it's good to have a diversity, but that doesn't mean that you, um, you know, have to accept other people. You know, people be saying you got to accept people where they are. And I just strongly disagree with that. Because first of all, I don't have to accept you, period. I'm talking about period. When I say period, when I think I accept you, I'm talking about I don't care if you're related to me. I don't care if you work with me. I don't care if we see each other every day. What would Jesus do? Jesus, I think he'll cut these these people off. <laughs> I, ain't, I ain't never seen Jesus fool with somebody here. Like I ain't seen it. Mm. Or he delivers them. Because we wrestle not against flesh and blood. But against, but against principalities, powers, rulers of darkness of this world, spiritual wickedness in high places. So I think that goes back to that too. A lot of it goes to that. I think that I'm 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 just really thinking because he loved everybody. He did. But you know the thing is so when you say mean people have ways, so that's just like if you meet a crackhead off the street and it might be some good in that crackhead, but they don't know how to they don't have that uh, they don't have that drive to become you got a crackhead. Another crackhead. What? You got a crackhead ministry. I ain't got no crackhead, bitch. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. calling you to the crackhead. I'm exactly. Because we got to have somebody that's called to the crackhead. I know, because I can't. I don't know if I could do it. Judge Mackins ain't going to do it because he's going to talk about it. Yeah. He'll spot him out. Yeah, see, you know, I'm just saying. It's different. But, you know, I think with that, I don't, that's not a Bible scripture. That, that's not that's not a scripture that says meeting people, people halfway. halfway. I have never seen that. I don't think I, that. But I do say I agree with Jesus loved everybody. But we have to. This reminds me of a podcast from somebody that I don't really um, agree with things that they do and say anymore. So I can't say it on here. But um, they were in the right when they said when they were talking about this podcast because they were talking about how. You don't have to. So let me put it this way. You know, people always say that the Bible says you have to love everybody. And I know a lot of people who be saying, well, the Bible says I got to love you. I'm saying I got to like you. And I so disagree with that. Although the Bible didn't say that you have to like everybody, it's really hard to love a person unconditionally with agape love without liking them. So I think that it is good to love and like. I don't, I, I thought long and hard. Try to think of somebody I don't like, and I can't think of anybody. And it's a lot of people that might deserve it. I might not like your characteristics, I might not like your traits, I might not like certain things about mm-hmm. you, but there's some good in you. So I like you. I just yeah. don't like these things about you. And I think that we right. have to get out of the mindset of thinking just because I love you, or just because the Bible says that I, I have to love you and I want to like you, 
means that I have to have you in close proximity to me. If this person is constantly beating you upside the head, if this person is constantly abusing you um, emotionally, bleeding on you, lying to you, bleeding on you, lying on you, it doesn't mean that you have to forgive them and bring them back in. It doesn't mean that you have to keep saying, come back into my circle, come back into my space. No, you can love them, you can forgive them, but to protect your peace, you have to say, am I worth being lied to all the time? Every time this person opens right. their mouth, they lie. Mm-hmm. Okay, I'm going to love you and all that stuff. You need anything? Let me know. Um, but I'm not going to have a close relationship with you. And people right. have to get out of the mindset of thinking that they have to stay close with people who are not good for them and who don't have uh, you know, there are interest. so many people who are so selfish and they only think about themselves. Mm-hmm. And we know these people. And a lot of times we keep ignoring you. You know, Oprah always says, and I think she quotes somebody else, when a person shows you who they are, I think she quoted Maya Angelou or Oprah, whichever it is. Believe them. Remember. When a person, t- believe them the first time. That's the important part. Why do they have to keep showing you and showing you and showing you for you to realize, oh, this person ain't good for me. Oh, this is a bad person. You know, there's people who literally say, I have a bad attitude. Why would you continue to have a relationship with them when they introduce themselves and I have a bad That's not something to be proud of. I don't want to deal with anybody with a bad attitude. I'm going to separate from that. So people need to learn the art, I believe, of separation because I think that it is an art um, because there's different ways to do it and it doesn't have to be hurtful. It doesn't have to be... um, it doesn't have to be hurtful. I also want to say about the Chloe thing, and I'm going to turn it back over to you. I also want to say about the Chloe thing. Um, y'all do know, because I did say maybe she's taking her vows very seriously, and some of you may be in that kind of situation now where um, he or she in which you are married, who are just, you know, out here uh, thing I like the thing is hanging. You know, the Bible does say in Matthew 19 and 9, Bring it out. Bring us the word. Right. You know, I give you the word after I do something like that. Um, and this is the E, what is this English standard version? And I say unto you, whoever divorces his wife except sexual immortality and marries another commits adultery. Now, y'all can break that down if you want to, all of it, but I want to just point out that it says except for sexual immortality. So that means you know, when it comes to sexual immortality, you look like to me. A divorce is okay. That's all I want to say. Because, you know, a lot of people be thinking you got to stay with these jokers to death through you part. Um, when they see, you know, you, you know, I, I just don't believe that you, you know, some people be like, I, 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 and that's how they I, I had it. an accident. You had no accident. that's why so many women have self, low self-esteem. Because they think that they have to stay in this. Because it goes back to self-worth. And then yeah. it go, it's, that's why it's tied into faith. Because, you know, so many women um, have relationships where they depend on the man. And, you know, believe it or not, there are some men who, you know, they're joking to have no house when you met them. You know, they're joking to have no car when you met them. You know, mm-hmm. they got nothing. They're living with you. And now you have it set up to where they are dependent upon you. But mm-hmm. if you do them wrong, they feel like, well, I can't leave because if I leave, where am I going to go? And that's where the lack of faith comes in yeah. because some people have self-worth in the back of their mind. Okay, I'm sitting here and I know what she out there doing. 
I'm sitting here and I know what he out there doing, but I'm going to stay anyway. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't deserve this. I'm too good for this, but where am I going to go? And that's yeah. where faith comes in because y'all mm-hmm. got to listen. I ain't trying to tell y'all get no divorce. Man, God, and if you're trying to break up no homes, but if if, if this isn't, you ain't happy in a way, so do what you want to do. Go ahead, Chantel. Love yourself. Just love yourself. You know, that's Justin Bieber got a song that says you got to love yourself. I'm going to listen to it when I get out here because y'all know I it's... like the Justin Bieber. Just love yourself, and I think, and like you say, it it is it, it go hands of hands hand in hand, and I think really a lot of it is generational curses. Curses. Um, some people stay together for the wrong reasons, like you say, whether it be, um, cause uh, my my granddaddy, you know, we got a lot of people around here that's cousins and brothers and sisters, cause the granddaddy was around here sleeping with the the mama and the sister. I mean, let's just be real about it. And but you I know, mean, it's not just generational curses. I will say too, with some people, it's the fact that what they saw oh, was so good. My husband, oh, my, my mom and dad stayed together for fifty years, and they still go. You know, not my person, but mine even fifty, and they've been together all this. They ain't never got a divorce, so I don't. I didn't grow up with divorce, so divorce ain't a thing for me. It's not an option. You know, that's not a generational curse, but it's a generational blessing for one generation. But it has plagued, I think, another generation because now they're saying, now I can't get a divorce because the standard didn't get a divorce. Yes, yes. So maybe the standard didn't go through what you went through, or maybe the standard went to God for their spouse and you didn't go to God. Exactly. Exactly. What revelation did you get, Chantel? And the revelation that I got is it's basically like when people do that. And like you say, it's not it's not a generate. It goes back to if you know it's wrong, why make excuses for it to be right? Let's just be real about it. If you know it's wrong, if it was anybody else, and if it was the tables would turn, and it goes back to the conversation we had where we were talking about uh, what was that podcast? New friends or how people don't allow people in their circle, like new people. And if that's all they know, that's all they're going to get. If you don't know how it really is to be a one woman's, a man's one and only, or how if a woman's cheated, a man cheating on, a woman cheating on, or whatever. If all you have seen is that environment, you're going to think it's okay. Right. And that's why a lot of people jacked up too. Because they box in. They boxed in a box where it's okay. And they got excuses for Because Prime example. I'm going to just bring up this and he might kill me after, but I'm going to take it. Don't um, let him kill you. We're not going to see it's going to kill you. I know, because I don't think I paid the life insurance policy for this month, so we can't let him girl, do that. Don't play with me, because you know I'm... <laughs> girl, but you know, let that's me why I this. keep your husband on my good side, <laughs> and I try to stay on his, just in case. Hey, man, somebody gonna break the brother me, off. Song. See how he do me? Now, I'm not promoted. But I'm just saying the wicked, say the wicked is laid up for the just. We, have a convers- we had a conversation, and we was talking about how he's... Uh, He's so this, he don't fool with a lot of people. He's not like, uh, if you see him, you will be like, he ain't friendly at all. And they be like, oh, he just stay to himself. And if I come over, he just say, hey, he goes to his room. And I was like, you don't think something wrong with that? 
I don't, he don't have no against nobody, but he don't like dealing with people. It's like he don't like dealing with people. And I told him, I said, but that don't make it justified. That don't make it right. Just because that's what you used to, that don't make it right. And some people are just boxed in into their family or any lifestyle. And they just, it's, they just used to it. It's, it is what it is. And I think that people like that, because how do you have, you know, I think in my personal experience, when it comes to self-care, I think that you have to, one of my biggest, and I'll just put it this way, one of my biggest forms of self-care is having friends. Friends who I don't, you know, I have friends who I don't talk to every day. I have friends who I have, yeah. who I, I go months without talking to. And um, when we finally talk, or I have one friend, we go like years, it looks like. And then all of a sudden, I just get a FaceTime and I be like, what? And I mean, it's just like, you know, no, no time has passed. And that's one of my forms of self-care. And I think that people like that have a struggle. Um, as far as, you know, if I could go into their minds and see how they think and see what they deal with, I think they have more going on in their minds mm-hmm. than others, because where do you release it? Another thing that I was thinking about while you were talking, because I don't want it to seem like we're only talking about relationships. Um, so I want to chime in onto some more stuff too. But one of the things that I was thinking about when you were talking is so many people care about what so what other people think. We can say that about marriages and stuff because, you know, that ties into you got to stay with a person and y'all get dressed alike and y'all be having matching colors and matching Jordans and take the pictures and put them on Instagram and go on your trips and be happy, go lucky at the events and everything because you want to keep up the facade of a happy relationship. You care about what people think. But when you get out of the habit, and I've done this too, um, like I care so little, my God, I wish I could get y'all to understand how little I care. I want you to think about the smallest thing that you can think about. And I'm just only going to take a moment for this example. I'm thinking about a grain of, of, um, dirt. You know, a lot of people may think a grain of sand, but have you seen a single grain of dirt? I haven't because it's just that small. A single grain of dirt is just that small. That is a mountain. Compared to how much I care about somebody. That's how little I care about what people think. Um, and that for me is a form of self-care. Because when we have a life where we're just so concerned with everybody, what people think about us. You know, I have a mm-hmm. friend who um, was talking about, uh, so at one point I was talking about trading my car in. And I was talking about the kind of car that I wanted and everything. And I said, you know what? It makes no sense for me to trade it in right now. This is not a good market to buy a car right now. Um, I said, I'm going to I'm gonna wait a while because what, what am I going to do anyway? And he said to me, say, yeah, it's not like, first of all, I ain't got a, a bad car. But I was talking about like upgrade to uh, something else. And so he was like, yeah, it's not like you need that car that you wanted to pull up at the event. And I was like, oh, you thought I was, oh, you thought I wanted to upgrade to that. So I can show people and they be impressed. Pull up at what event? I want us to think about these kinds of things. You don't need that to pull up to the event. The event that you just made up in your head? Because there ain't no event. What's the event? And so when we get to the point of caring at all what other people think, we try to do everything to make them pleased. We try to do everything to make them happy. 
We try to do everything to appease them. You know, <gasps> we want that shock factor. You know, that's why uh-huh. that man put that spit in that man's face because he wanted the shock factor. And, you know, trying to get that is just such a, it comes back and it bites us in the butt sometimes because you're trying to get your happiness from others. You're trying to get your self-worth from the reaction of others when really mm-hmm. and truly when the sun goes down and everybody goes home, those people aren't thinking about you. No, I'm not going to help you pay that bill. At all. And so we go into debt trying to buy all fancy clothes, trying to buy all these name brands. Uh, I gotta stop saying we, I just don't be wanting to put y'all out there, but I ain't doing it. So y'all, I, I, you know, my words are powerful. So y'all go into debt, whoever it's applicable for, because y'all want to be relevant, you want to be hot and popping. You know, you want to be out here, you want to have, you a hot girl it. somewhere, and they say, I can't have a hot girl somewhere when a Walmart litigate. I mean, you can be if it's not conform you... that word. The B G transform. You know a word. <laughs> I know a word now. <laughs> she know a word. I'm ready. And that plays into knowing who you are. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we're gonna touch on that because a lot of people don't know who they are because they put their self worth in so many people and in so many things. We put our self worth in society and the opinions of our family and our jobs and what we have when we lose these things. We feel like we're worthless. And we feel like we're, y'all, y'all feel like y'all are worthless, these, those who this is applicable to, because you put your worth in things, but you don't really know who you are. And so many people have lived their lives trying to make sure that other people are happy and trying to make sure that everything is yeah. good. And you don't have high self-worth because you don't have an identity. Your identity you know is what? based on everybody else. One of the things that I I remember when I first started to, because I didn't know who I was, and I, for a long time I I fought against it, and um, I didn't know my purpose. It's I didn't so know my funny. Purpose. I was sure so that y'all know my next book, I think, because you know who knows when I'm gonna put it out there. I've talked about it in my last. And he didn't book, tell me this. I did not. Uh, well, no, actually, she should know if she bought my first book and she I mean, read but it, she would I'm see. saying. But this wasn't her plan, though. So. Right. She didn't so, know I was going to talk. Because I was sitting here thinking about, oh, this will be good to go in the book because the book is about purpose. And yeah, people I didn't know don't know their purpose. Mm-hmm. I didn't know my purpose. And for a long time. For next season, we're going to talk about purpose. And I didn't know. I didn't know. I, I really did not know. I thought that I was here for uh, to just work, uh, be just, I, I didn't know my purpose. I didn't know what exactly, I was like, God, why did you, like, you, you know, I know you had a plan for me. And so that's what made me fall in love with Jeremiah 29, 11. That was the first thing that I learned because it helped me to know what was my purpose. What is my plan? What do he have me here for? And when you don't know that, I feel like at the same time, you can't have self-worth if you don't know who you are. You don't know how capable you are. You don't know how of a big person you are. You don't know who you are. You don't know how good you are you don't know how high your standards is you don't even know I had to tell myself for the longest and I actually started this 
organization that I have dropped the ball on My God. called Daughters of the Most High. And that's where it came from. When I learned who I was, I am a daughter of the most high. I can get, do whatever I want to do because my daddy, hello, Come on. is sitting on high. He had plans for me. Hello. And he had plans for me. So when you know, when you don't know your purpose, and I think a lot of people are walking around to this day, 50 and 60 years old, and still don't know their purpose in life. You know, statistically, the majority of people who are alive um, have admitted when they do polls and studies and stuff and they um, have done this and asking people, do you know your purpose? Every single time, the majority of people say, no, I do not know my purpose because, you know, a lot of people don't know who they are. A lot of people don't know their purpose because they don't know themselves and a lot of people don't know themselves because they try to get it and learn it from other people. And mm-hmm. that is something that you cannot go outward to find. You know, mm-hmm. you can do things. That's an inward thing. Yeah, and you can do things to learn because, you know, you won't know if you like heights until you go skydiving or something. I'm sure it's the easier way to find if you like heights, but you know what I'm saying. So there are certain things you can do to discover what you like and all that stuff, but as it pertains to, like, who you are at the core, people will try to tell us. And it starts, when you think about it, it starts so early. Because you you start to get programmed um, as like as soon as you start going to school, if not before, Man, you, as but soon I as know you as soon as you out, start going to school, you know they they program you know I think people. that it, it's before that. Now that I'm thinking about it, because you know there are people who don't even know. So do you know that there are people who have discovered that like they've paid attention, and I, 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 so I know this one thing. This one person wanted a son so bad. He and his wife got pregnant. And he would always say, oh, my little boy, my little boy, my little boy. But it was a girl. And she ended up coming out having very manly mannerisms, manly features. And she was attracted to women. And he said, I wonder, does that have anything to do with? I would always say, because y'all know words to have power. And you speak mm-hmm. these things. So he would say, I would always say, my little boy. And so, you know, you can start programming, and that's just a very extreme example, but you can start programming your children before they're even born. Because really and truly, when you have a child, nine times out of 10, you're already thinking about what they're going to do, what they're going to like, what they're going to be, like. be like, what they're mm-hmm. going to wear, um, how they're going to be, who they're going to hang out with. And that is okay to a point. But, but it's like you stereotyping your own seed. You're trying to force them into what yeah. you want them to be. And now you have many who are adults who have been forced all of their childhood into a certain mold. And now they're struggling. Did y'all know a lot of people are struggling inwardly, not because of the actual circumstances around them as they think they are, but because they are still trying to hold on to what they've been told to be, who they've been told to be. Mm-hmm. And they're fighting who they really are on the inside. That's mm-hmm. many of you today. Yeah, that's, that's a whole nother podcast. Because we've been on for an hour. <laughs> that's a discussion. It is. So today, I just want to say, I want to thank you, Reggie, for this conversation and this topic because... This is the is first time that I've given a topic on since I've been on here. This is the first yeah. That's why I'm The first time. He I just the topic normally just show like, up okay. for the ring like, like let's, whatever, whatever, whatever. But I do have her to tell me like the topic 
beforehand because you know I always tell her I don't want to embarrass you. But the search uh, I just ain't gonna be talk too about. I'll be too late for the embarrassment sometimes. Because I still get on here and be talking crazy. I wish I had my tambourine or your tambourine. Because, you know, I don't make me pull up the app. Because, you know, y'all got a tambourine now because I'm that safe. When they hit me, I just go to... So, with that being said, I'm going to end with my personal nugget. If you don't know Jeremiah 29, 11, I advise you to learn it. Amen. And I will end it with help my you. personal nugget. I didn't know we were doing that, but I'll end with my personal nugget. Let these people go. Oh, and by the way, I actually have a thing that's coming. Let these people talk. You don't have to be on their level. You don't have to be on their center. You don't have to do this to do that. Let them talk. Okay. That's all I got to say. What does that mean? Oh, let them talk like let them talk about you and you not clap back. Let them think you be I don't you. Think I'm there yet. Be happy on purpose. Say some crazy I might say some crazy back. That's that by she gave no, We're finna go. I'm a, I'm a, I'm a you know. Thank y'all for tuning so in to the awakening. Excuse you. Look, thank I'm y'all for tuning in to the waiting because he will keep he host. will be going off on y'all folks. Thank you for tuning in. Because you know, I ain't, I ain't went off today. Have I, I ain't go off today? No, you ain't go off. I've been pretty good. Amen. Pretty good. Thanks for tuning in to the awakening, the season finale, um, season three uh finale of the awakening. My God, it's been a while. My God, it took a lot for us to get here. My God, we gotta discuss if she's coming back for season four. Thank you so much. Um, enjoy this. I know. Thank y'all. Love y'all. Okay. Have a blessing. I bet you won't be back just because you said it. Goodbye. Oh, see how you threatened me.